Yo, yo, you now tune in to the Monkey Fogo Jungle Show. New show, first episode of the season, you know what I'm saying? We got Legendary Six John up on here. I'm about to get up in one of his songs, then we're going to get into this questions right quick. Must be impressed or you're wasting your breath. Yo, 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 yo,
Feeling like something is lifting. My subconscious is constantly lifting. I just need, need somebody to lift me. I just needed somebody to lift me. That's what I'm talking about, you. What's up with you, Six? What's the deal? That's what I'm talking about, man. This is a songwriter. Y'all don't even know. He's been doing this since, man, before, man, I, man, I can't even describe it, man. I just know we was young, and he was chilling, playing basketball, kicking it, and he just disappeared, and up on Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs> true story, true story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Tell me people about you, man. If they don't know, you know I know. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, my well, first and foremost, my name is my god. My government name is Six S I double X. Um, so I was a six born. My family, mom's birthday is August the sixth. She was thirty three when I was born, and um, that's how I got my my first name. And you know, I mean, eighth child, big family. Um, mom and dad both extremely musically inclined and, and athletic. So that's where the basketball and uh, football and bowling and all the sports stuff come from. And um, again, you know, just grew up in that musical household where they playing, you know, weekends when we got to wake up and clean up, they're playing, you know, songs on the record players on the, on the home stereo. So a lot of that, a lot of those elements of, you know, the, every genre too from Bruce Springsteen to Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson and Pat Benatar and like all these legendary artists. That's why there's so much music in me. And I think I kind of, kind of impact that um, when it comes to my sound, because I grew up with so many different elements of, of music within me. So um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, I figured that out when you, um, the, the Rolling W30 we had in the room, and I came home, and they played a, a, a track you made up on that. And I'm, I was trying to figure out, like, how the hell did he get this thing to do that? You yeah, know? Just, just trying stuff. I've always been kind of like, the, you know, even as a kid, I used to just try stuff. And when I was little, I used to build model cars a lot, and I used to just you know, try to come up with my own ways to make it different or to let's see if it'll do this. Like, you know, why, why would there be limitations on something somebody built? So I think that's the, the curiosity as a kid. That's where that kind of came from, too. And most people don't know, man, you an awesome ball player, man. <laughs> Back in my day. Back I'm in sorry. your day, man. But still, man, this man is a father, a coach, a rapper, songwriter, producer, Man, this yeah. is, man, I see. I probably ain't name all what he does, but hey, man, this man does it all, man. Like who, who, who you work with in the industry, man? Like some people. Um, I get. I mean, the most obvious person is Neo. Obviously, um, that's you know like a brother to me. So, uh, we've done so much together from you know his first album to 
uh, collaborating on the TV show Empire for two seasons. Um, so, I mean, Brian McKnight, Glasses Malone, Dr. Dre, um, DJ Muggs, Cypress Hill, uh, Warren G, Shaq. Um, damn, there's so many. I, I feel crazy. Just I feel like I'm name dropping, and I hate when people name drop, but... Hey, uh, it's the truth. From Lincoln Park, I, I did a feature on that album. Man, that's what shocked me. And that's what, <laughs> like, like that's what shocked me. Like, man, just like he got plaques, everything. Like, it's just, just amazing, you know. But you, you people would say underrated, but I won't call you underrated. You just overlooked. Man, that, there's some truth to that. Some truth to that. So yeah, I mean, you know, like when I take a look at the the the, the big picture, is like. Um, you know, me being a basketball coach now, so obviously that was my first love and being able to be successful in this arena and after having all those music accomplishments, um, it just kind of tells me, like, this is where I'm supposed to be and who knows if I would have just took, uh, if I would have been what everybody else expected me to be in music, maybe I wouldn't have had the impact on these kids and be able to help them get to, you know, the next level where God had, had their lives panned out to be so. Maybe I would have been all in musically and never took the leap of, of coaching basketball or, or training and player development, stuff like that. So when I look at the the, the broader picture, it's just like um, I think I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Um, maybe one of the most overlooked or underrated or however people describe it. But the, the part that keeps me motivated is overlooked, underrated, whatever, but respected by the best of the best, you know, like. I have Razzcast on my album. You know what I mean? I got Bishop Malone on the album. Like, these are respected MCs. Yeah, they uh, are. And I got some surprises in the works right now where I'm about to have a super respected MC on one of my new records. So just that part alone just lets me know that, yeah, I, I could have been maybe what everybody expected me to be, but that wasn't that wasn't in God's plan for me. Let's see. You got this song, though, most people don't know. They need to check out, too, called Regular. Oh man, one of my favorites actually. Man, see, now I don't, I don't want to go back. They don't see, they don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah regular. Like they need to check out a, a gang of your your albums, man. Like the latest album. What's the name of the latest album you got right now? It's called Cold Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know you got to explain that because you know you come up with some. <laughs> Cold pizza is like it's very simple, even though it sounds like it sounds simple too. And even the explanation is simple because I just ask people, uh, "Have you ever tried cold pizza?" And they're like, "Yeah." And some people say they like it, some people say they hate it. But the correlation is they've all gave it a chance. So you have to determine if you like it, dislike it by trying it. So that's my whole idea. Was I just want somebody to just listen to the album, just try it. You might like it, you might love it, you might hate it just listen to it so um that was kind of like uh my idea behind the title and it's just one of those like you know self-defining albums like I, i've done projects in the past but i didn't it wasn't about me it was just like songs and this time i really took time to kind of tell a story throughout the, the entire album and be a lot more transparent my music is you know historically really transparent but this like deep dives in pretty deep into my life and my history and stuff like that so um, just one of those self-defining albums. So, what, what, what can you give? What kind of advice can you give, like artists trying to get out here right now? Because I know the struggle you went through and all that. Because you know, I used to be 
up in that, but yeah, it, it's it's a lot of things in there that people don't know behind the scene what goes on as far as, you know, money situation where you can have somebody you trust and, you know, they end up taking your money and they won't give you your albums and you got to know, like, the business part behind it. Can't, what can you tell the artists nowadays about that? I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Learn the business, because I think we're born with the music. We're born with the talent. We're born with that part, but we're not always born with the business side of it. And sometimes that, that, that element, which is the most important, can get lost in translation. And it kind of affects relationships. So one thing I would say is to stay true to yourself. Don't let anybody change you or make them... Uh, or, or make you into what they think you should be and learn the business, man. Just read that paperwork. That, you know, advance money runs out quick, so don't let nobody throw no change in your face and you think 50000 is going to save your life. Uh, it'll be cool for a quick moment, but in the grand scheme, it's really not a lot of money. So um, know that paperwork. Know, know that what you're getting done on the back end. Um don't have the same lawyer as the people that's trying to sign you because that's a conflict of interest. Uh, that's just part of the, the process of learning the business. So have your own lawyer look over the paperwork because uh, it's one word in that contract that can change the whole course of everything. So learn the business side and, and stay true to yourself. That's right. Yeah, I had learned that lesson the hard way. But hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, but hey. I see the road with my boy Dub, but you know, <laughs> Dub and Coop, but I try to do a solo thing and help, that's what ended up happening, you know, I should, I should have known the business, you know, I just was, you know, I love music, so I was in there just doing the music. Yeah, I mean, I, I went through that too, just, you know, we're young and impressionable and have a dream, and sometimes it's not even the person's fault who, you know, things went wrong with, because at, at that time... You know, who, who knows where they learn from? So they could have just been doing what they were taught and not realizing they were taught the wrong way. So That's um, That's it's true. really up to us to just to have this conversation and, you know, indoctrinate like the, the next generation and make sure they don't make the same mistakes we do. And then it's their job to do it for, you know, generations 20 years behind them. What you got in store for the, uh, for the future right now, man? You ain't trying to do no movies? <laughs> nah, man, I'm, I'm chilling, man. My basketball season just ended, so I'm kind of somewhat trying to transition into doing some music a little bit right now, just while I have a you know a month or two of free time. Well, y'all um, won the championship, right? Yeah, we won the league title. Uh, we went to the second round of the playoffs and lost. But yeah, we won the we won the league cha championship. My first season there, um, so that's a huge accomplishment, and. Um, yeah, you know, we're gearing up for, for next season, but right now I'm just kind of decompressing and, you know, taking some time to, to relax and, you know, chill with my family and uh, do all the things I don't get to do with my, my hectic basketball schedule. Now, you know I got to ask you about the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, great question. I thought it was amazing. Man. Uh, dope. Uh, the elements of it was dope. Yeah, it was dope. It was See, really dope. and most people don't understand how that stage set up, what it was set up. Like, they don't understand that behind, the significance behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you have to be in L.A. to understand that right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that's why yeah. I love that for man. Dr. Dre, that was like a perfect, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was nice. And, you know, what's crazy is I, he did a, it was one of the show, like, uh, award shows, Source Awards, something like that. I remember seeing a performance that kind of had the same concept, but they was, like, coming out of different jail cells or something like that. So that that part of it was similar to me. Oh, that, um, Scranton on Death Row. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, when they came out the cell, like, when they thought Tupac was in one of the cells or whatever like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, it, it reminded me of that a little bit, but, um, again, I, that, it was really dope. I loved it. And I, it was just dope just to, you know, hear all that West Coast music on that stage was, was crazy. Man, it didn't marry. She just made Cougars look real, real nice. Right. <laughs> She's doing her thing, though. But, yeah, man, I want to appreciate, man, you for doing this for me, man. Good, bro. You know, hey, tell your boy Neil, man, that date coming, man. You need to book a date with me on like July fifteenth. So just don't turn on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro. You know, I'm gonna do my best to try to uh, try to prank him again. And I don't know. I've been doing it so much. <laughs> my ideas. That killed me, man. When I seen that, man, I was like, man, six is dumb. <laughs> I got an idea for this year, just in case we're not in the same spot. Soon, bro. All right, well, uh, all right. All right.